Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special podcast. I am Sybil Wilkes. Uh, we call this podcast In Bed with Sybil and Her Girlfriends. As you can see, unless we have some very strange sleeping arrangements, none of us are in our bedrooms right now. Um, but folks are, are normally accustomed to our, the girls getting together and having our conversations from our beds, which is uh, it, it's kind of a comfortable situation. But today is an exception, and so is our guest lineup. Um, it is with great honor and pleasure and humility that we welcome uh, the great one, Queen Afua. And I will uh, give you a little bit more information about her. Uh, but first of all, thank you so much for your time. And thank you for all that you have given us and shared with us over the years. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. We are talking about female health. And uh, as I said, we have this opportunity, a great opportunity uh, to learn from the greatness of Queen Afua, who is known as the mother of womb wellness, which I love. I love alliteration, but I also love the great work that you have done and all of the information you have shared with us over the years. So as we welcome you, Queen Afua, also welcome to two girlfriends and uh, proponents mm -hmm. of good health. Our friend Erica Taylor is a director, a writer, and she is the creator of a documentary called Red Alert, The Fight Against Fibroids. And um, we will talk about her journey through this as well as um, what her work is doing to help others. And also to my good friend and my, my colleague is Cherie White. She is the creator and the founder of the wellness website, Black and Fit. Hey, Cherie. Hey. Hey, Sybil, how are you? I'm good. If I can ask you all, we're, we're having some, some, uh, audio issue. So if I can ask you all to speak, you, you both are very, uh, uh, slight of voice, if I may say. Okay. Um, okay. So if, if I can ask you all to uh, speak up as much as possible, uh, I, I don't know if I need to go to the ear doctor, but I'm just, I'm just saying <laughs> we, we were having this. So, um, I do want to talk, first of all, uh, give some folks some background on Queen Afua, uh, for the one or two people who may not be as fully aware of Queen Afua, uh, the, as I said, uh, the mother of womb wellness. She is an international healer, a holistic health practitioner and wellness coach, and she is also a pioneer in the green foods movement, uh, which is something that all of us aspire to, but not necessarily keeping up with that as, as we should. And Queen Afua uh, stresses that our overall health and well-being is connected to our womb. And as women, we need to understand that. Is that not right, Queen Afua? Queen Afua, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. So um, I want to talk about uh, the, the connection between our overall well-being and, and the health of our womb and, and talk about yes, how, you, yes. how, how you have devoted your life to this. Mm -hmm. what, I, what I have found, thank you so much. What I have found is that it's your, your womb is not just physical. It mm. is also, it's, it's a direct connection to the state of your heart, your emotions, and your relationships. It is a direct connect to mm. the mind, the womb of the mind, how you think, mm. how you process life, what you hold on to mentally. So there is a prayer to connect all those three womb centers so you can function and heal from that unity, that inner unity. We say awaken the womb of our mind, 
for what we think, we birth, we create. Mm. We take a deep breath into the womb of our mind and we start to think higher thoughts. We birth a whole new being, a whole new woman. Yes. And then we go into our heart center and we say, awaken the womb of our heart for what we feel, we birth, we create. So let's clear up those feelings and take ourselves to the highest level so that we birth nothing but greatness. Mm -hmm. And then we take another deep breath in and out, and then we place our palms over our physical womb. And then we say, awaken our seat of creation for what we think and what we feel. We birth through our seat of creation. And today we birth womb wellness. Today we birth a new world of body, mind, and spiritual wholeness for we have awakened. Now, those three centers are now connected. They're so aligned. Take, yeah, they're all now connected. And wow. so you're healing every the whole being all at one time. We do, we're not fragmented. So if you are suffering from whether it be infertility or fibroids or monthly wound pain, any of that, we're not only gonna heal the physical wound with our herbs and our plant-based living and our yoga practice, we're gonna also heal all what we've been carrying in our hearts for generations mm. passed down. Our womb story, our womb uh, condition is not just in this life, it's in our mothers, mm. it's in our grandmothers. And so as we heal ourselves, as we start with ourselves and unify our own three womb centers, then we begin to bond with our mothers and we begin to heal our story. Wow. And that's, that's the work I'm bringing. So now you know why she is has inspired millions of women all over the world, uh, men, women, and children uh, across the world uh, with her books. Uh, she is a, a best-selling author, of, uh, a, a, not just a best-selling, a New York Times best-selling author, may I say. Uh, and, and the book that, uh, can we say started it all, Queen Afua, is uh, Sacred Woman, A Guide to Healing, The Feminine Body, Mind, and Spirit. Actually... That book came from another book that not as many people know about. That book came out of my first beginning. As a uh, name of that book is Heal Thyself. Got it. I had to really transform myself. And I started as a teenager. I had heavy clotting and bleeding and long menstrual um, days, seven and eight days. I was stressed. All of that was happening in my womb as a teenager. Mm -hmm. And so as I started to heal myself and come into a holistic lifestyle, then years later, I start, was helping so many women till a book came through. Now that book is Sacred Woman, A Guide to Healing the Body, yes. uh, the Spirit of Body, Mind, and Spirit. So from that point, that is when I start to speak out about womb wellness, mm -hmm. womb transformation, womb yoga dance, which is a <laughs> form of, of yoga that I have developed over the years, womb breathing, womb foods, womb juicing, womb herbs, it just went on and on and kept growing, mm. but it was growing from all the women that I was helping to support and all the babies that came out of that, of the experience of women having healthier wombs and being more vibrant mm. in their lifestyle. Mm. So yes, the beginning of the full for me, the womb movement inside of me really became uh, so uh, uh, intensified once the book was released. It took seven years for, for me to write the book, but once it re was released, then many women began to gravitate to the ability and, and the strength of healing their, their wombs themselves, their mm -hmm. lifestyle shift. So
at 15, what happened as you were going through this? And, and, and for me, that would have been three or four years after starting my menstrual cycle. And, and I did have a, a lot of the same things that you have described. What happened at 15 that, that was that, as, as Oprah would say, that aha moment that changed things? I get excited when I just think about it. <laughs> just the thought of it. <laughs> because that was, my, that was my transformation. You have to have your own transformation in order to help anyone else. So at that time, I had asthma, chronic, mm -hmm. allergies, chronic. If I went near a blade of grass, I was itching, wheezing, all of that. I had chronic headaches. I had um, orth a little bit of arthritis. And inside of that, my wow. womb has been traumatized. That's, uh, that's why I was saying the heavy bleeding, the clotting. I was invited to go on a healing retreat. Three days, my entire life shifted. Wow. And when I went on the retreat, I was invited. I didn't know what I was coming into. I was True. eating a toxic diet. I was eating a lot of meat and fast food and all of that. I was You were being a teenager. <laughs> I was a hot mess. <laughs> but that's why I'm so convicted now. If I could heal, anyone could heal. Mm -hmm. Because the doctors basically gave up on me. They said, well, your daughter should live in a glass house. She's allergic to everything. And they gave, mm. they gave me my most potent medication for my asthma and i would take my advil my painkillers every you know every time i have my menstrual flow it's like my uh, my womb is in war it's in a war state yeah now those three days i came off the bus i didn't have my medication something i just was following the spirit so i got off the bus the grass the trees oh my goodness scratching wheezing itching and then i heard the inner voice talk to me when i dropped my bags inside the cafeteria where we we're going to start our retreat I was desperate. I was ashamed of my sickness. I didn't ever talk about it. And mm -hmm. I heard that voice tell me, I didn't know what it was at that time, but it said, my, gave my first formulation, eat grapefruits, lemons, and oranges. Mm -hmm. Now I looked to the left, <laughs> there was a bowl of grapefruits and oranges and lemons, and there was some rose hips tea. I ran right to it because I had no time to have no back talk spiritually. Mm -hmm. I went right to it <laughs> and that whole day, I was eating the grapefruits, the oranges. I'd squeeze mm. the lemon, put it in the warm tea with the rose hip. I was being led. Mm -hmm. I was being guided. And when mm. I did that, I was still going through my shit, my chain, my lungs, everything was happening. And then I went into another room and I heard this healer, Dr. Johnny Moore. He's a master herbalist for over 50 years from up in Harlem on 125th Street. Come on. And now. he was talking about the miracles of the plants. And I said, wow, that's it. And he would talk about women who could not conceive and then they took herbs, they started to clean up their diet. And it was the most miraculous conversation I've ever heard. Mm. And then I, that night, everyone laid down to go to sleep, but I couldn't lay down as an asthmatic because I was still wheezing. So mm. I propped up my pillows in front of a fireplace. Now, I didn't know the fireplace was gonna be a part of my healing, that mm. heat. Well, I, I did not know I was even on a fast. And I didn't know that all well, that mucus was breaking up, which is really my female issues and my respiratory issues as above, so below. Mm -hmm. Now I go to sleep and I wake up. And when I wake up, I go to the bathroom and I blow my nose. All this mucus is draining out for about an hour. And when mm. I came out of that bathroom, it was like an enlightening moment. Mm. I said, wait a minute, I can breathe. I didn't have the pump. I didn't have my injection. I was in shock. I said, okay, that was my first awakening to the healing. And then I looked to, I looked over by the books that was on the table uh -huh. and I picked up Dick Gregory cooking with mother nature. Oh, wow. <laughs> that turned my whole reality all the way around. 
And meanwhile, the asthma was, no, I wasn't congested. I, I stopped wheezing. I stopped itching. I didn't know my womb was healing at the same time. I wasn't wow. aware because I didn't have my menstrual flow. And so I went home as, I did, they didn't call it veg, vegan then, it was vegetarian. Mm -hmm. I went home as a newfound vegetarian, plant-based. I learned about beans and peas and lentils and sprouts and seeds and fruits and vegetables that heal the body. I learned about yoga and meditation on that retreat. We did a herbal walk. All that happened. And when I went home, I did not come back with the same health, unhealthy body. Mm -hmm. And then I continued to study, self-study and read books and really just get so deep into the work. And after two months, I remember opening up Dick Ray's book. I thought about his nine children, uh -huh. him and his wife, how they lived. And I started to model myself on the same lifestyle. And then when I had my menstrual flutters, the second month in, I didn't have any wound pain. First of all, I was in shock. I said, wait a minute, how did my menstrual flow happen without me throwing up, laying down in the bed, right. just, you know, in a state of total stress. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any stress for the first time in my womb life of having my menstrual flow since I was 13. Wow. I was in pain every month from 13, 14, 15, up mm -hmm. until 16. Then I said, wow. This is a miracle. Mm -hmm. I began to tell every woman, wait, wait a minute, you don't have to suffer. <laughs> I was like a holistic evangelist. Right, right. <laughs> and, and you still are. <laughs> I, in my community, I was a little crazy, but it's okay. <laughs> because me, I, I have my own healing. Let me ask you, uh, Erica and Cherie, do any of these symptoms, any of these things that uh, did you experience and, and, uh, and, and now, uh, recognize what you may have gone through as a young person? Cause certainly I do, um, as far as, as, as far as the menstrual cycle and things were concerned, did you have any of these symptoms that Queen Afua has described herself as having? Yeah. I mean, everything you've described, I pretty much had, including the asthma. So I remember, you know, having really heavy cycles from the time that I started when I was 11 years old and not really knowing, you know, that that was heavy, that that what, what I was dealing with was not necessarily normal. And then as I, you know, got older, you know, I did develop really bad allergies. My parents had to take all of the uh, carpet out of the house because my allergies were so bad. I was keeping mm. them up at night. And, you know, as I went through college, I developed asthma. And, you know, as an adult, when I started, you know, learning about fibroid tumors and whatnot, um, I learned how the diet can truly affect everything about your body and how your body responds to, um, to, to anything, you know, to this earth, you know? And so I'm, I'm really, what you're saying is truly resonating with me. I felt this at peace the minute you started talking about the connection between the heart and the womb and the mind and the womb and the heart. Um, so, you know, thank you for that. That really means a lot. And Cherie, what about you? Um, I did not have um, the cramping that Queen of Fool described, but I did have a heavy flow that lasted, you know, mm. seven, eight days. Mm. Um, and I definitely was a meat eater growing up. Um, my family actually owned a barbecue <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> I'm from, Texas. <laughs> I'm from Texas. And so, you know, very meat heavy diet growing up that I, I, I will attribute my heavy flow to that. And, and, and Cherie has, has, has adopted the vegan lifestyle for as long as I've known her. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that is a change. And, and Erica, you too have adopted uh, that lifestyle as well. 
I'm a, I'm still I'm still you know a struggling and 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 tr- <laughs> you know struggling vegan or even vegetarian a queen of food. But um, what's the best way for us to get started in this? Is it like you? Do we go cold turkey? Do we do we go through a, a weekend retreat and try to change all of these things in ourselves? Or how? Yeah. What's what's the best way for us to do it? Or is there one best way? Well, there's, you know, you there's doorways. There's so many doorways to begin. So mm. wherever, someone may read the book, uh, Sacred Woman, and there's about 100 pages that you can read right. and start to try out some of the foods, um, some of the herbs. Come in gently, be very, because otherwise you'll be, you're stressed. Like, I got to change my whole life right, right. now. That's right. That's the way I feel so now. It's like, I got to do something. I got to change you know, this. You, you, it, today may be, some of the, those who are listening, this may be their first day of hearing this. So mm-hmm. start with pull whatever resonates to you and begin to implement it into your lifestyle for wellness. Mm-hmm. And write down, first of all, what are all your issues? Is it heavy bleed? Because you have to remember, because you, you're about to do a quantum leap, because spring is coming. Yes. So you want to heal so quickly now because with the seasons allow us to blossom with ease, right. with ease. So write down the issues. If it's heavy bleeding, how many days, if you're clotting, if you have um, a PMS pain, if you get a negative attitude, if you start yelling at people or going that all moodiness, yeah, um, if you yeah. feel uh, stressed out, uh, whatever you're going through, just go inside yourself and analyze and then write it down as a journal. Start your womb wellness journaling. Mm-hmm. Then you start your journey. Now, some may come in with me and do a two-day sec- womb care love retreat virtually. That may be one way of doing it. Someone else may read the book. But on a basic everyday level, cut out the starch because that will keep you congested. Cut it mm-hmm. back. Everyone's not going to cut out all of it, but cut back, right? Mm-hmm. And cut out, cut down on your meat intake, right? So if you're having beef, pork, goat, lamb, maybe have chicken and fish in the middle of the day. But then have vegetable proteins like your beans and your peas and your lentils. Avocados is so lovely to your womb. You eat avocados every day. I do. I do. Because it's just two things at one time. You get your protein. You get your joints lubricated. You can be young forever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then you also get a clean colon. Mm -hmm. Because when the colon, I was a colon therapist for 15 years. When your colon is impacted, which means if you have three meals a day, and then you have only one bowel movement. After seven days, that's 21 meals. You're supposed to have 21 eliminations. So say you only have one for the day, you have 14 bowel movements backed up in your colon. Mm-hmm. The colon is so close to the uterus. So if your colon is impacted, it's, it's hitting. it begins to drop under your navel as opposed to being above it, and it sits down on the uterus, causing the pain and the congestion. Oh, my. So we've got to clean out our colon. So some clean out the colon through colonics. Mm-hmm. Others may take enemas. Others may take okra two or three times a week. Others may just start drinking more warm water, room temperature water, to soften up the colon, which helps the colon to come back to its proper position. And then the uterus blossoms up like a flower. So- and how I look at it, you go, you can use the elements. So I just give you all of that, mm-hmm. clean out the colon to use the elements. So write down everyone, ether, mind, air, breath, fire, blood, womb, water, circulatory system and your relationships, and earth, the colon and your nourishment. Your body is made up of four primary elements, air, fire, water, earth. And the queen of all of that is your consciousness. Mm -hmm. 
So now if you just, I'm going to give you just one thing to do for each of those realms. Okay. Everybody, you have your pen and pad. No, hang on one second. Let me just, let me just, for people who are just joining us, uh, I want you to understand the, the import and the, the great wealth of information you're receiving from the one and only Queen Afua. She is a holistic health expert. Uh, she is, uh, the, the wonder woman of the womb, if you will, and, uh, giving us great advice, but not only for our reproductive health as women, yes. but also this is a, an overall wellness and, and wellness checkup for, for men, women, and children, correct? Absolutely. And okay. I love that the, we're talking about fertility and womb wellness. Fertility, because I'm going to tie it all in. The yes. fertility is not only conceiving a life, a baby, but conceiving yourself. Mm, wow. Some of us, what we have, to, when you, if you're infertile, that means there's something you're supposed to do with your life that's so powerful, but it's not, but you haven't lived it yet. Mm. But it's already in you. So when you become fertile in your creativity, when you get fertile in your purpose, we all came on this planet for, for a special purpose. You got, <laughs> go ahead now, you see what I'm saying? You got to tap into your purpose of why you came on this planet. Mm. When you start to walk your path and your purpose, you get excited. It's you conceiving a yes. baby of mm. your own purpose. Yes. And then you have to carry it and nurse it, and then you're going to birth your purpose and bring it to the world. Everybody goes, oh, isn't that a beautiful baby? Your purpose, <laughs> whether it be a book or a workshop or a product or a concept. A documentary. <laughs> Website. You see, you see the churches over here saying amen, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the church is alive and well. The mosque, the cathedral, all we are one. Absolutely. So in that first thing, that helps you to birth a baby it's the same energy because when you get excited about your purpose, your womb gets excited. Yes. Mm -hmm. She comes alive. Mm. She's open. She's receptive to life. But when you're holding on down and suppressing who you really are, then your womb also reflect that. Mm. So wow. now that's just something that's just food for thought. <laughs> Consider and think about it. And then say, wait a minute, I'm not really, I really want to do this, but I'm doing that. I really want to mm. bring this to the world, but I'm not doing that. And so mm -hmm. as you start to do your self-reflection, spring is here, so you're about to birth something so wonderful. The season is supporting us. So ether, I'm going to give you one thing for each element. Okay, okay. Ether, I want you to invert. Invert is going to give so much energy to your womb, the womb of your mind, your heart, your seat of creation. What does that look like? Put three pillows at the foot of your bed, one pillow on top of the second pillow on top of the third pillow. Lay down at night, every night, and every morning. You lay down, so now your legs are above your head. Mm -hmm. So now you're bringing, according to ancient African ancestors, that pose is the master pose for bringing your soul back to life, for bringing your womb back to life, your creativity back to life, mm -hmm. your heart back to life. So that inversion, 10 minutes at night before going to sleep. Breathe, relax, receive. When you wake up in the morning, before you put your feet on the ground, go put your legs right over those pillows again, five or 10 minutes, Allow that oxygen, that, that circulation, that blood, that new heart to come down through the feet, blow, coming into the legs, feeding the womb, massage yourself, really open up that womb and self-massage with your power hands. Allow to open up your heart so you'll blossom into your new self, up into your crown. Just 10 minutes. That's a beautiful exercise. You don't have to work for that. You just have to relax. Mm. Now, that's for the ether. And then cut, out, cut down on your sugar. If you take regular sugar, 
it eats away at the nervous system and it causes more stress. It eats away at the bone, so the bone, the body will begin to will break down. So only look for fruits. Do that for 21 days. Look for fruits for your sweetener or a little bit of a god that you have to have that. And try to get sweets that have seeds in them because that's that is a live organic fruit. Because mm -hmm. right now they're taking seeds out of our lemons, out of our grapefruits, out of our oranges, out of Who? our watermelons. Watermelons. What, what is that? <laughs> so now from that's that's ether. That's the consciousness. As you're putting up positive affirmations in your mind every time you're eating and thinking and relaxing, it's constant positive affirmations. I love myself. My, I am, mm. my mind is charged up. I am birthing who I really am. All of that, that's how that's your inner dialogue. Now let's go into the heart, the lung center. That's your breath. You have to get the breath of life. When you get the breath of life, you have to cut out the dairy. Dairy is deadly. Once you came off of your mother's breast milk, that was really it for that level of, of calcium. Now you go to a Vegetable juices will give you the calcium. Yeah. Turnips give you the calcium. Your seeds and your nuts, you could make that into a nut milk, gives you a calcium. Greens give you calcium. That mm -hmm. is a high level of calcium. So now we're not going to take the milk, the cheese, unless it's almond milk. You know, <laughs> don't take the milk and the cheese and the ice cream. But you can make your own natural ice cream. So these are things that you'll learn in my 21-day detox. Okay, so now you take lime water every day. Mm. That will expel the congestion as above, around the breasts, around the heart, and around the womb. So mucus is what you're breaking up. Take two limes and eight ounces of warm water every morning. Mm -hmm. And do it again in the nighttime. And mucus will start coming out of your nose. Like when I talked about my, my ass mm -hmm. leaving mm -hmm. out of your mouth. And vaginally it will start to drain out of the vagina. Okay. So mm -hmm. now we have the opening of the lungs. Mm -hmm. Now, now we go to fire. You, the blood has to be built up. And then talk to your mother. Find out what was her womb story because her womb story is your womb story. It's all in the heart. She may not even want to talk about it. She may not be ready. She may not understand what are you talking about? Or she may be ashamed of it. It's okay because but because you it's gonna uncover because as you start healing phenomenally as the daughter, your mother's gonna say, to me, girl, what are you doing? Whatever you're doing, you're looking better, you're feeling better, you're acting better, you're talking nicer. <laughs> so she's gonna walk in your footprints. And then she's going to start to open up, but it starts with you as the daughter, right? Okay. So but let me just ask you this, Queen of Four, and I don't want to interrupt your flow, but for those of us that don't are no longer have our mothers, what 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 do you suggest that we do? If you don't have, say it again. If, if our mothers are no longer with us, our mothers oh, are no, you, no, no longer alive. This. Your mother's always with you. Well, that's true. So that's as true. African beings, we're, still, we made, we're in America, we've been stolen, but we're still African beings. And it's our culture. Mm to have ancestors, mm -hmm. your grandmother, your mother, they are still talking through you. If you would allow them yeah. to have a conversation, that's true. <laughs> they are no longer in the physical body, Correct. but they're in the spiritual body yeah. and they're inside of you in your heart, in your life. All you have to do is call out their name early in the morning. The best time to hear the ancestors, your mother talk to you and give you counsel and guidance and call your mother's name. My mom, please, I need help. I don't know what to do. I'm going through a lot of grief. I'm sad. I'm hurt. She's just going to come through you. Don't give up. Keep getting up early for a few moments. Do your breathing. Have a cup mm. of tea, maybe. Maybe you'll light a candle. Spiritual, some spiritual things you will do to connect. And then awesome. one day your mother will say, daughter, I told you don't do that. This is what you need to do. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, was that you? <laughs> <laughs> it was 
me. I was me all the time. I, that's why I sent that right. person to help you. That's right. You understand? Yes, ma'am. I know that for sure. The, I it had three young women um, in, when the book was about to come out, Sacred Woman. And each one said, my mother, before she left. Now, that took some time, but it was in different seasons. Mm -hmm. They said, before my mother left, she gave, she told me to read this book, Sacred Heal Thyself at the time. Wow. And I got, I, so a lot of that happened. So the mothers are talking sometimes through another woman. Right. You know, it might be through your best girlfriend. She might say something that your mother said, like, wow, how'd you know that? So my mother used to say, because your mother is actually helping you in the spiritual realm because we're spiritual beings, we're not just physical. So know that your mm. mother's always, even if you had a, a hysterectomy, mm -hmm. your womb is still there. Mm -hmm. It's mm. energetically still there. So you are still creating and bringing life to the world. So we're not out of the loop, not spiritually. Once you say yes to your life, it will show up. So in building up Got the it. blood and connecting you to you, you can stop me at any point. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, let me just stop. Let me just stop right here because I do. I do want to uh, just remind people that you're watching a very special edition of In Bed with Sybil and her girlfriends. Our, our newest girlfriend, if I can call you that, Queen Afua, is joining mm -hmm. us, and and Erica Taylor and Sheree White, and and talking about um, uh, our lives, our bodies, our, our sacred temples, if you will, uh, and it is something that not only is indicative of and, and important to the lives of women, but all human beings. And I know you have you shared this with your son too, and we've had Supernova on with us and, and, and had a great opportunity to talk to him. So it is something that uh, this is applicable to all of us. And you're giving us such information. Uh, mm -hmm. And I do want to continue uh, because you're talking about, you know, the, the, the womb story and, and things like that and, and how we, how we connect with souls that are no longer with us, but they're always with us. They're not here physically, but they are in our, in a spiritual sense. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I think, I, well, I'm going to go by the spirit because somehow the volume is not high, but I'm going to feel you. Oh, okay. Am I not talking loud enough for it? Cause I, yeah. I have the voice to do it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so, so inside of healing all the parts of yourself, so I got to the ether, mm -hmm. the air, the expansion, the fire, which is being motivated to be inspired to bring life into your life. And then I have two more. One is the water, is circulation. So if you want to be more fertile, you have to be flexible. You have to move, mm -hmm. right? You have to move in your body. What, what is the movement that you love? Is it dance? Is it power walking? Is it uh, cycling? Is it yoga practice? If it, you know, whatever it is, find your movement and begin to move. Get unstuck. Get unblocked, right? Mm -hmm. And then drink water. Most people are dehydrated. When you're infertile, usually you're dehydrated. Mm -hmm. And not just physical dehydration. Sometimes mm -hmm. we have relationships that don't feed us. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're in a nine-to-five job and we go to work and we get the money, but we're not happy there. So right. we need to now begin to circulate who we really are. That's why the birthing of your purpose is essential. But then drink your water so you're not drying out. Mm -hmm. Drink your six ounces of water in the morning, in the midday, in the afternoon, and when the sun goes down. And then soak the body in the water. Mm -hmm. Take two or three healing baths every week. And what happens by taking the healing baths, you begin to relax, let go of the trauma, let go of the stress, let go of the fear. That water does so much work. Some will say you may go to the ocean for the season and just let it all go. 
and cry out, I'm ready to receive my healing. And then you can take your mini ocean healing baths in your own home. Put mm. your dead sea salt in the water. You might even, for circulation, you might juice a, um, a bark of ginger the size of your hand and put that into the water. Ginger is make- very important in, in so much of our body, isn't it? Ginger. It's 75% of our body's water. Mm-hmm. So we need water inside and outside to begin to release the trauma, the physical trauma, the emotional trauma, the spiritual trauma. So water is the great equalizer. And you mentioned ginger. What What is it about ginger? Ginger, uh, and now, you know, with the virus, everybody knows about ginger. Now they're learning. We're yes. learning. Everybody's now pulling nature. Yeah. This, is our, this is our culture. We're just pulling yeah. out our culture now, like our great mother. And so ginger is excellent for circulation. So if you have numbing, wonderful if you suffer from infertility. So that will bring more oxygen and nutrition or more more oxygen, actually. And it will get the blood flowing so you have a healthy blood flow. Mm-hmm. So if there's numbing, if there's numbing in your fingertips, around your left side of your face, or mm-hmm. in your, on your feet, that means that there's not enough circulation. So the ginger bath or taking a few tablespoons of fresh ginger that you put through the juicer, mm-hmm. put that in your juice in the morning, your fresh orange juice or tangerine juice or apple pear juice, and ap- unless you have high blood pressure. If you have high blood pressure, let's get the pressure down. We'll take about 21, 42 days to get that pressure normal by taking on a plant-based lifestyle. Then you can incorporate the ginger. Don't do that before. Okay. And then for those who want a ginger bath with your Dead Sea Saw or Epsom Saw, then ju- juice one or two cups of fresh pressed ginger root and put that into your bath water. If you can't get the ginger root, then you take a tablespoon of ginger powder, mm. organic, and put that into your water. And get that loop of brush and just begin to massage your arms and your breasts and your womb and your thighs. And that blood will start to flow and you're going to start to have more energy and vitality. So, you know, ginger does so many different things to get your blood stimulated and get the womb awakened for fertility. Okay, so you're talking about water and and moving and and drinking the water and and all of this to flesh out our bodies. And and, and so I'm, I'm wondering from Erica and Cherie, does this make sense to you two? Cherie, did you want to go first? Cherie? Sure. Yes. Yes, it does. Um, like, like Queen of Fools said, you know, the water is just so important. I know when I wake up in the morning, I try to drink even before I put my feet on the floor, try to hydrate, um, especially in the winter months when it's so dry. Um, and I try to teach my children also, you know, keep drinking your water no matter what, you know, it's really important to stay hydrated. Yeah, I I have the same sentiment. I mean, I used to have a really hard time drinking water. Mm -hmm. um, But, you know, once I started, I realized the impact that it had on Mm -hmm. my everyday, how my body was responding to food, to other liquids. Um, You know, definitely when I still had alcohol in my life, you know, definitely needed to hydrate after that because um, you can tell, you know, I know we talked about the digestive system earlier, but your digestive system will tell you what's wrong. It'll tell you if you're dehydrated or if you've mm-hmm. eaten the wrong foods or too much of the wrong food or mm-hmm. too much of the right food even, your digestive system will definitely let you know that and water will help to kind of cleanse that out. I, I kind of think of water in the terms of, it goes in through your mouth, but you can just kind of close your eyes and think of it going through your entire system. Kind of like you see water going down a water slide at the amusement park. It's mm-hmm. doing the same thing with your body. Mm-hmm. So it's going out and it's kind of going to each branch of your body, mm-hmm. you know, each, each, each little moment and each little part of your body and, and out to your skin. And if you don't drink water for a week, 
you could imagine what that would do with, to your skin and to your digestive system. Yeah. So I think of it in terms of elimination as well. If it wasn't there, what it could be doing to my body. Queen Afua, um, Erica is on a deadline and she is in the, in the process of birthing um, a number <laughs> of projects. And so uh, before we lose her, Erica, is there something you wanted to address with Queen Afua or a question perhaps to ask? Yes. First of all, blessings. Thank you so much for so much enlightenment. I really appreciated everything that you said. Mm -hmm. I second all of everything you said because I've had these kind of discussions with physicians, uh, scientists, and women who are looking for answers who are suffering from fibroid tumors. And you know, so I truly appreciate that information. Um, one of the things that I talk to women about uh, when they reach out to me on social media, they they look for a consult um, on fibroid awareness. And I talk to them about what soy does to the body. Um, I personally have gotten to the point where my body will respond to soy um, because I, I, I eliminated it out because of the, um, the imbalance that I have with progesterone and estrogen. So I know that soy is a big proponent of estrogen. And so I work to try to find that healthy balance because I was suffering from fibroids for a very long time. Fibroids, endometriosis, cysts, and polyps. And I've had all of that surgically removed um, twice. And so, um, you know, upon learning about what soy does to the body, I started to try to use food to balance um, my nutrients and to balance my hormones instead of reaching for a pill, a, a birth control pill, or, um, you know, some other type of man-made method. I look towards food and plants and, mm. and um, uh, you know, what I'm consuming to try to find that balance. So I would love to know your take on what soy does to the body and how we can, how we, how it affects us women with reproductive health issues, particularly black women as well. Mm -hmm. Well, soy is mucus forming. Mm -hmm. That that's, that's what a tumor and a tumor, what I found is a fibroid tumor is actually crystallized mucus. Mm -hmm. And whether it's a cyst that develops into a tumor or it's a tumor that just comes, it all is, it's made up of, the substance of the soy. It's made up of white flour products too. It's mm -hmm. made up of dairy. It's made up of all you know, animal content. So inside of that fibroid, that's really what it really is. So the soy, it feeds it. It won't give you, a soy won't give you cancer primarily, but it will grow a tumor. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right? So someone said, well, that's a, and you know, back in the day, in my time, my early time, Soy was a big thing. People mm -hmm. was having soy burgers and soy sausages and soy franks and just soy, soy, soy. <laughs> and that was people were transitioning out of having a high um, meat intake. So then as, as over the years, people started to realize, wait a minute, I may not be getting cancer, but I'm growing this fibroid. And right now, black women, mm -hmm. we are up to like 90, 95% fibroid tumors up that we are carrying in our bodies. So soy is contributing to it because that became like the crutch. I'm not gonna have my sausages in the morning. I'm not gonna have my Franks at lunchtime. I'm not gonna have my burgers at night, but I'm gonna have a soy burger for, for dinner. I'm gonna have a soy Frank. I'm gonna have soy sausages. Now you have all of that, then I'm gonna have <laughs> soy milk. All that congestion and mucus is what's crystallized in the uterus. So I would say, I would say take the soy all the way out of the diet and then work on higher frequency. I, what I created was a frequency chart. And I say, mm. the, okay, when you create a pyramid in your head, on, uh, before you get into the pyramid, because the pyramid represents resurrection and rest restoration, 
under the pyramid in terms of your protein, the lowest of the low would be your beef, your pork, your goat, your lamb. That's the low. Now, that's going to cause not just a tumor and a cyst, but it's also going to cause, um, it can cause cancer. Then you have, then you come into the pyramid at the very beginning of the pyramid, then you have the soy. Now, to get into the resurrection, you got to drop the soy now out to come into the resurrection. Then you start to say, okay, what are my protein choices? Then on a higher level plant base, it would be your black beans, your pinto beans, your cabazzo beans, your black eyed peas, your lima beans. That was just at the base of the opening of the pyramid. Then you go up to another higher level. Then you start having your avocados. Then you're having your nuts and your seeds, but not cashews and peas. They're very mucus forming. Mm. Then you start coming up to the highest level. Then you start taking your sprouts. So you start taking your plant-based um, supplements, your, your spirulina and, and those type of calciums and, uh, and protein. And the higher up you go, the healthier your womb life is going to be. How's that sound to you, Erica? It sounds wonderful. I mean, it was, it was, you're, you're confirming what I, I've known. So it feels good to hear someone on your level confirm that information for me. I've gotten to the point where, you know, I'll say, you know, if I feel like I wanted to do a little test, I actually have done this myself, uh -huh. um, but I'll eat something with soy in it because I haven't had it in so long and I'll see how it affects my body within 24 to 36 hours. Yes. I, I will start bleeding. I was oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Wow. And yes. so yes. I've I've gotten to the point where I can see how the foods that I've eliminated from my diet affect my body immediately. Absolutely. Immediately. Um, I, before foodie, before we so let I know Erica, just what you say. Absolutely. Before we let Erica go, I want you to uh, tell us about your documentary and and also oh, uh, the work you're that doing you are documentary. doing. I am. Um, I'm doing a documentary. We've been working on it for about three years now called Red Alert, The Fight Against Fibroids. And it really brings light to the vast number of women who are suffering from fibroid tumors. Um, I've flown all around the country talking to women with some of the actual typical but worst cases of uh, fibroid tumors. And I say yes. both of those because there's so many women suffering from fibroid tumors, 171 million women worldwide, but that number continues to grow because a lot of us are suffering in silence. So the yes. documentary really brings light to um, those stories and puts the faces of fibroids out there, including my own. Um, yes. it, it's a story that you know has followed me to the ER and to the OR. And so we've been blessed enough even during the COVID period to have our cameras inside of operating rooms and inside of treatment rooms where we'll be able to see those procedures firsthand so women can really understand what it means to have those fibroid treatments instead of just you know taking what the doctor says or offers once they're diagnosed. Now they'll really get the opportunity through the, do the, through the documentary to see it for themselves. Um, we've talked to research scientists um, who are, uh, who've been blessed with grants for fibroid research to the National Institute of Health we are working with legislators for the uh, uh, Stephanie Tubbs-Jones Uterine Fibroids Research and Education Act of 2021 to try to push that through so we can get some, some monies in for fibroid research and education. But the film surrounds my story. It surrounds the stories of other women. There's some really powerful moments in there. Um, we just came back from Montgomery, Alabama for a Day of Reckoning conference. And oh. I'm just really excited to wow. see um, you know people's mm. reactions to the footage that we've captured, which... I feel like it's just once in a lifetime, you know, footage. So I'm excited about it. Wow. I would like to continue this conversation, Erica, Amazing. but you are on a deadline. I am. So, um, but, but I did. You're I the did. lifeline. Amen. Yes. Amen. Congratulations. For Thank you so much. I appreciate it. 
Thank you. And if anyone is interested in learning more about yes. Red Alert, they can go to redalertmovie.com. That is our website, redalertmovie.com. And they can also find us on social media on Instagram. Just look up at Red Alert Movie, and you'll have all the information you need, including how to donate mm -hmm. and including you can watch our, our trailer. We put out our first official trailer in, uh, in January. So fantastic. Better Erica, go to work and we will continue this conversation. Yes. But and 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 the next time we'll hopefully have a little bit more time so you can stay for the entire conversation. Absolutely. X's O's, love and blessings to everyone. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, you all. I, I appreciate you. you all. Thank, Thank you. you. Keep so up the great work. Um, Queen of Fool, we are we are running out of time, but I do want Cherie to get in here too, because she is really a, a, a living walking example of your work. Uh, mm -hmm. She is one who takes care of not only of herself, but her four children under the age of what, 21? Amazing. Cherie, <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and as a single mom has raised them as vegans. She's got the little mm -hmm. vegans running all over the place. Um, but also she is one who understands the, the benefits of the mind and the body. And she has a, a, a wonderful website called Black and Fit in which uh, she talks about uh, some of the same things that you are, are, are sharing with us today. And so Cherie, is there anything that you want to address that we have not as we wrap this up? Um, I do have a question, uh, actually two quick questions. Hopefully. Sure. Um, so the first question is, um, you've told us what we need to do um, as far as eating goes and, and what we should and shouldn't be eating as far as it goes for uh, reproductive health. But uh, what other uh, things should we be doing as far as care and maintenance? Um, a lot of us have grown up uh, douching um, even more um, uh, recently, a lot of people are waxing down there. Um, what What is safe for us to do as far as keeping our, our reproductive health uh, up to par? As far as the lifestyle? Right, right. But as far as physical, um, like I, I suggested, a lot of us are douching. Should we be douching? Should we be waxing? Um, are those things that we should be doing? And and as has already been mentioned, I think before vaginal steaming. So there's douching yeah. and 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 Absolutely. should be we should we be waxing and, and those things is what she's asking. Well, it's 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 another way of edifying and beautifying. That's really what it is. But anytime that if you have if you're waxing, it's going to cause pain. Our wombs have gone through a lot of pain already. And so you don't want to do anything that's going to have your body go to a shock, that's going to have you contract, going to have you hurting. Right. So that's something that is happening to women. Um, now, if you go to get a, a yoni steam, that's friendly, mm -hmm. that's warm, that's loving, that's cleansing. So anything, you can always tell when you have a relationship if it's healthy. Mm. Healthy relationships make you, make you more enlightened, make you clearer, make you reflect, um, helps you to expand, make you feel good about yourself, lift you up and charge. So anything that you do in your life that's going to make you feel stressed, anxious, enraged, is not healthy. Mm. That's a one way to be actually able to say, okay, this is not a healthy act here. Now you may then... Put uh, anoint yourself with oils. You may brush your hair. You may soak your vaginal area in a lovely healing bath or a soot bath. Those are things. You affirm your womb beauty and your womb wellness. 
And that is how you could go about it. Will that help to support you? Well, that helps to uplift you. And that's how you can just discern what is healthy and what is not for you. Mm-hmm. Um, can I just jump in in terms of uh, explaining to people what the yoni steam is? Yes. A, a yoni steam is a, it's an Asian form of, of sweating, right? I, I do what's, I work on the whole body sweat because I look at it as three womb centers. The yoni is focused on the womb. Mm-hmm. The beauty of the yoni, because it is a, for those who don't know, it's, it's really, a, it could be a, a square shaped box or a round box. It's usually made of wood. And inside of that is a, is a, a steamer and their womb healing herbs. And you have a cape on that encloses the whole body from the neck down. It covers the, the box that the heat is coming in and the herbs are coming in vaginally and you're sitting there. Now what happens is 15, 20 minutes or so, the steam is coming. That means the uterus is releasing congestion. The uterus is relaxing and heat helps to heal. So you have the heat, you're sweating, you have the herbs. So your womb is going through a discharge and a cleansing. And so for the women who are suffering from uh, stress, vaginal stress, discharge of heavy vaginal bleeding, that will be helpful. But while you're doing that, you have to, of course, eat foods that support your womb uh, wellness, drink the tonics and the juices and the herbs that support. So if you're, if you're getting a yoni steam, you want to take some of your herbal tea. You want to take, if you have heavy bleeding, you want to take shepherd's purse. It would be wonderful to take that while you're in the in sweat or put that into the herbs. Um, you want to take the goldenrod if you have a fibroid tumor that you could be drinking. So as above, so below mm-hmm. you're sweating and you're releasing. And so that 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 that's like taking a colonic and cleaning out the old waste from the from the colon, you're having someone administer. And the steam is another way of localizing, focusing on your womb wellness. That's hydrotherapy, heat treatment. Um, uh, Queen of I want you to, to um, hear a little bit from Cherie because I, I, I'm so impressed with, with her website and the things that she does, and, and, and especially in connection with our, our newsletter, What You Need to Know. And Cherie is, is really a, a proponent of all the things that you're saying. And Cherie, can you explain uh, to people who are perhaps hearing for the first time, and maybe it is Queen of as well, about Black and Fit and what you do? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Black and Fit um, is a a health and wellness platform. It's a the, first, it's a website, but we're also on social media. But our main goal is to uh, raise awareness about the importance of health and wellness, especially for uh, African Americans, particularly for African Americans. We focus on five different areas. Um, we do yoga. We have um, workouts. We focus on a mental health nutrition and healthy living or green living. Um, and so we believe that those five components um, compose the, the, the total wellness of a person. So we speak to particular issues that, that affect the black communities. For example, we might have, you know, uh, heart healthy foods um, that you can, can eat to get better. We might have some recipes that deal with diabetes, sugar alternatives, um, in addition to, um, like I said, we we also focus on on yoga, the physical workouts. Um, it's just a, a a total platform for health and wellness. 
That is so fantastic. And I feel your fitness. <laughs> <laughs> you should see like her. You've been working she... on yourself for a long time. And yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, congratulations on your work. Okay. Yes, and thank you. I look at this generation is secured um, <laughs> by the way you are. It's the, it did catch to the next generation. And mm -hmm. this is generational healing. So you continue and it's going to go to your children's children's children. Right. And, mm -hmm. you know, our, our culture says we got to heal seven generations back. That's why our ancestors are involved with this because they mm -hmm. prayed for us to be mm -hmm. here where we are. And then seven generations going forward. So may mm -hmm. your work continue to blossom and we get more and more of your healing path. Thank you. Mm -hmm. That's inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> Very you really are Queen of Fua. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, and as we wrap this up, uh, I, first of all, I want to give you the opportunity uh, for people who don't know, and I don't know that in a person on the planet that is not aware, but uh, how can people reach out to you? How can we follow you? Uh, Queenofua.com. Okay. And I have a school and the school uh, embraces sacred women of rites of passage that we're about to start. Yeah, I'm actually starting next week. Okay, come back. Yeah. <laughs> it starts next week for the spring and the summer. A wonderful time to get in your blossom. Women's History Month. Mm -hmm. um, this is so fantastic. So, you know, join us with Sacred Women for those who want to go through the 12 gateways and heal relationships and work with food as medicine and do the womb healing and uh, also just get unstuck, do the yoga practice, go to your inner child and bring her up to speed and begin to nurture and heal her. Beautify yourself as a woman. Uh, begin to have healthy male-female relationships, uh, like you and your husband. <laughs> and mm. these are just ways in which we can just feel that the rites of passage is a missing link for our mm -hmm. healing. We, you know, mm. we were stolen, so we didn't get that. It's a kind of hit and miss, and so we're struggling through. So by having an organized way, and the women will embrace you in the circle. They're from all spiritual houses, all generations, intergenerational. So it's going to be very impactful for our young daughters, our middle women, and then our elder women. We all heal together. Mm -hmm. And then I have Wound Care Love. For those, I just want to get my toe in the ground. I just want to get my toe in. Come to our two-day Wound Care Love retreat, and I'll work with you. And um, and we'll get a chance to talk and share mm -hmm. out loud. Like many oftentimes, we're keeping it all in. Right. We have no one to, to speak to. And mm -hmm. I've had many calls where women, I know where they are. They'll call me and say, Queen, I don't know what to do. They just came from their doctor. They're confused. And they want, and they just know they, they need to change. And so if you're ready to take some level of change, come to our two-day healing retreat. And those who say, well, I'm not really trying to do my womb healing, but I want my whole life to heal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you might want to come and do our spring cleaning. Spring uh -huh. is coming. And join us on our 21-day detox. So those are all the different ways in which you can see what resonates to you and, and just join us. I think it's uh, just the whole, the womb is the, as the center and everything comes from there and, and the clarity and the, and the healthy living and all of that uh, comes, springs from the womb. And, and I think mm -hmm. if you start there and, yeah. and just listening to you, uh, I Isn't think a lot wonderful? of people, it just, just really that, is. That simplifies everything. You said, well, I don't know what to do. It's in my, it's in my skin, it's in my mind, it's in my emotion. Start with the womb. Yep. You know, mm -hmm. do everything to nurture her and call her, not down there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not a shame. Yeah, it's not exactly. a closet. And just nurture her every day by even just affirming, I love you. I'm going to take care of you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to bathe you. I'm going to pray for you. So that because of all the womb issues are not just, as I said, they're not just physical, 
but they're also mental. It's also emotional. Mm -hmm. It's also about relationship. And forgive your past. Yeah. Learn mm -hmm. from the relationships of your past. Don't curse them. Because if you curse someone, it comes back to you. Mm -hmm. So just say, what was the lesson I was supposed to learn from that relationship? And then you'll get that aha moment. Mm -hmm. And then you say, okay, I don't have to do that again. I'm going to do something higher. Oh, I'm going to wow. heal myself. Yeah. Quita yeah. Fua, you are just, uh, you're an incredible human being. And, and, and the way that you have shared so much with us in, in a short period of time and, and put a lot of us on the track towards uh, the full body wellness. Uh, and I think you are, are, are just such an inspiration for so many of us. And I can't thank mm -hmm. you enough for your time. Oh. Uh, and uh, I, I hope that you will come back and we will be able to continue our conversations again. I would love mm -hmm. to. Thank you, you so much. So much. It's been an extraordinary experience being here with you. Thank oh, you. it's truly been an honor. Thank you so much. Thank Ladies you. and gentlemen, that is Queen Afua. Uh, you can find all of her information there at queenafua.com, as well as follow her on uh, social media at Queen Afua, uh, Instagram and, and that sort of thing. And um, you're just you're just great. I just can't uh, I can't uh, espouse your your virtues enough. And so I thank you so much for your time and for your brilliance. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. An amazing spirit. Cherie, would you like to close out and, and uh, how people can find you with uh, Black and Fit? Uh, go to blkandfit.com um, on social media and on the website. Absolutely. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and, and great information there as well. Thank you, women. I, I feel I feel empowered having been in the presence yes. of these great women. Thank you so much. <laughs> Please come back and join us again. Absolutely. And give Thank our you. best to your son, to Supernova. He's, he was great when we had him on as well. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. Thank you, Thank you for joining us. Well.